Hello, everybody. I am Jewel Diamond Taylor, back with you, or should I say black with you, uh, with another series of my interviews. And today I have an awesome sister friend, Trina Lawson, has been in my life for quite some time. I remember the day I first met you, Trina. Thank you for being with me today. Well, thank you for having me, Jewel. You are such a jewel and such a joy to be with that uh, I'm all pumped up. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, she is a sister sower, part of my Women on the Grow ministry. So a lot of our sister sowers that maybe haven't met you at our retreats or other events, they're like, oh, that's Trina. (laughs) But Trina, you know, every time I see you online, I'm this girl is amazing. She is just rocking it. She is just doing it. And I know you've had many different seasons of careers. They're very diverse. So before we talk about what you're doing right now, because I really want everybody to know about the service that you offer, tell us a little bit about your background and and, and resume that led you up to today. Wow. Well, it's been a journey because it is so varied that I thought oftentimes that I would just run around in circles like, what are you doing now? And people would say, what are you doing now? Where do you work? And I thought it was so disjointed, but God connected it all. So it it all makes sense now. But I started out uh, right out of college in social work. I wanted to save the world, uh, did social work for a while. Quite honestly, got frustrated because there just wasn't a lot of money. It was a lot of pain in it, but Mm. I really wasn't making the money that I wanted to make. And somehow stumbled into law enforcement. Just one of my friends saying it's a great career, great income, great retirement. And although I was young, I was thinking about retirement. And so I went to the sheriff's department. I was there for years. I loved it. Um, but I, I knew then that I still wasn't saving the world, but I felt like I was at least doing something that helped, you know, some, some small way. I'm, I'm, I'm taking, I used to say this and I'm sorry to say it, but now I can say it freely because I work for myself. Okay. <laughs> I used to say, I'm taking the job of one bad cop. If nothing else, I am replacing this. They would have hired somebody that could be horrible to people and I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I stayed in law enforcement for a while, and then I moved on to still law enforcement, but a, a state investigator. And then I became a private investigator. Want mm. me to, huh? You can own your own business as an investigator because I love the investigation skills. I love meeting people. I love what I was doing. And one attorney was like, "Hey, you can come do that for me, and uh, mm. make more money." And then I worked for the courts. I worked for other attorneys, but I was self-employed and. That began a whole nother journey where I realized that I was more of an entrepreneur and I started running my own business. I did that for years. Um, mm. Stumble into another journey in um, education. My church started a preschool and, you know, Miss Social Worker Ministry. I'll help. I'll help. Uh, yes. <laughs> so I kept my PI business while I worked for the church and started their preschool. That grew into a charter school. I ended up working there for about 10 years. After saying, I'll work here part-time, I'll help you. <laughs> 10 years later, I had gone back to school. I got a master's in educational leadership, ran the charter school. But another turn, a pivot, was I learned that I liked um, fundraising. I started Ooh. raising money for the charter school. The greatest accomplishment there was I was able to get a tax exempt bond for $4.9 million. So this mm girl from Compton, I don't even know where her job is yet, started raising money because I like people. I can connect with people. They know that I'm authentic. And I was like, wow, people give me money. (laughs) You know, they trust me and they like me. They give me money. So 
I went into fund development and fundraising and oh, I did eventually uh, leave the school in 2020 and said, I'm going to do this for myself. I am still supposed to be an entrepreneur, but all of those different facets and all those different types of businesses led me into exactly what I'm, I use everything. I can go all the way back to college and say, I got some little pieces of every little piece of that career. So for people who have changed stuff and go through seasons in their journey, I want to encourage them. It does not mean you're crazy. It does not mean you're an airhead or wishy-washy. You can take all those little nuggets and pieces and God will put them all together like a big old puzzle and get you uh-huh. where you are. I, you know, I didn't know you were from Compton. Girl, I'm from, hey, see. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the biggest high school. Okay. So uh, what you're doing now, because like I said, many of our tribe just sees you all over the internet, going here, going here, making this happen. You are a connector. And like you said, by being a private investigator, you took those same skills and put it into the business that you have now. Tell everybody what the name of your business is and what you do. My business is Trina Lawson Group. I wanted my name in it because it's my legacy that's going to pass on to my grandchildren. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, am, I am a connector. I connect people to resources. Uh, I, I moved it over to business because I realized during the pandemic, so many businesses could not get funded. I was doing grant writing. And helping businesses. And I was like, wow, you don't have a business. You have a mess. I can fix it. <laughs> sorry, sorry to say that, but it's like your taxes aren't right and this, your structure's not right. And that's why you can't get funded. And that's why your business is not blowing mm. up. And so I started helping people to restructure their businesses, get their finances in order and get them connected to the right people. I'm like, oh, you need a tax person? Oh, you need a bookkeeper? Oh, you need a business plan? Oh, and I could put all those pieces together and all those people together. And that became where, okay, how do I monetize this? And so I set a fee structure and said, it's this much for this package, or if you want monthly, or if you just want me to do your fundraising, I can take a percentage of this. And it just just blossomed into a business that I was able to develop as a connector, uh, even for clients. Some people, they have a good business structure, but they are not a people person. They're not going to work. Yeah. That's that's something I wanted to highlight is that what you do is tapping into your people skills. Not everybody is a people person. Some people are paper people, you know, or technology. Uh, But what you do definitely speaks to the fact that you are very extroverted. You are bold. You are connecting. You don't mind sharing. And that is very important. And another thing that you did, Trina, is that you found a need and you filled it. And that's what I tell a lot of people when I'm mentoring and when they're searching and like, what is my purpose and what should I be doing? It's like either figure out what your passion is. And as you said, monetize it like I would speak for free any day. Because right. it's my passion. It's what comes right. natural for me. And what you do comes natural for you. But you learn how to turn that passion into a profitable business. And that's something that I hope our viewers are taking note of. And then the second thing you did was like, hmm, there's a need. People don't know how to make phone calls. People don't have the tenacity to do the, the research and make the phone calls and go to the meetings and show up to the events and network and follow through. There's just so many levels of networking. People think networking is just going someplace and smoozing and passing out a business card. It's about follow-up. It's about doing homework. It's about being in the right place at the right time with the right people. It's about integrity 
Am, am I speaking? You are summing it up. I need it. I'm glad you're recording this because you're giving me my commercials. I'm Come trying on. to explain all this. You explained it in a nutshell. That, yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I wanted to interview you because I want my audiences, I want my circle of influence to know that you are available. Um, I've even called you a couple of times like, look, Trina, I don't have time to do X, Y, Z. Can you do it for me? Because a lot of times the things that we need to do are time consuming, but it's very critical to making an event happen or the contract to happen or the, the grant to happen, uh, that connection to be made. And so I want my audience to know that that's what you do. Do you have any stories or any uh, experiences that you could share to kind of help us to get a sense of exactly how you play a, a significant role in people getting satisfaction and getting good customer service from Trina Lawson Group? Yes, I can think of a couple entities that, uh, you know, during the pandemic, they were crucial. They were vital. Like uh, one of them is a homeless organization. And just hearing people tell her, and I can say the name of the company, LA Global Care. They are a great organization and they were doing well. I know the founder and they, they needed more resources during the pandemic. You got a homeless population that has now tripled or quadrupled mm -hmm. and so they needed resources. And I said, oh, you guys are subcontractors under this. Why can't we get your own contracts? I mean, I'm going to help you raise money, but you should have your own money. This contract's coming directly to you cut out the middleman. And, and everyone had told them that they could not get under this uh, city contract because they weren't big enough yet. Well, mm -hmm. I thought because they had resources and that they had longevity that they could. And so I went into a flurry of just applying paperwork, research and figuring it out. And it took two months of writing, but two months of writing got them certified where they get all their own contracts that next year they got a contract for over a million dollars and then it renewed we renewed it uh this year and it's continuing to fund that one seed that one yeah but trina we trust you because everybody's telling us no and what do you know you haven't uh -huh. been in the nonprofit game the homeless game long enough to be telling these experts these are providers and experts that are saying no you're not eligible and I said, no, nah, I'm reading a yeah. paper. I'm willing to research it and try it. But I get these gut feelings that I can't explain to people, especially if they're not believers. But I know that I know that I know that God gives you what you need when you follow what he tells you to do. So if he told me this is my purpose and this is what he wants me to do, then I know he's going to bless it. So when the stuff seems unusual to everybody else, I'll keep, for I'll keep forging ahead. Because in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, God, you said it, so bring it. I ain't gonna look like a fool out here, am I? Okay, let's go. <laughs> I'll just, I'll keep going until I get it done. Because if He said it, then it's mine. I go get it. That's awesome. You may want to kind of watch your your hand movements because your laptop keeps shaking. So I know you want to, yeah, kind of back up a little bit on that because I know you're excited. Yeah, I'm about to jump up. I'm like, yeah. You know, it really happened. <laughs> but you're like a dog with a bone. You don't let it go. And some people right. just don't have that tenacity or they don't have that faith or they don't have the people skills or the paper skills. And right. there's so much money. And I mean, I'm even speaking to myself. A lot of money gets left on the table you because we don't have access mm -hmm. and we don't know which doors to knock on. We don't know who to call. And then I'll tell you this too, Trina, sometimes we've been burned in the past. I've been burned in the past. Right. And sometimes it makes you jaded and you just kind of, uh, 
mm, I don't know if I want to go down that trail again and get burned and get manipulated, get tricked, get taken advantage of. So we have to really, as a, in a community, we've got to work on our trust issues. And this is why I was so excited that you said yes to the interview, because I want people to know that I'm putting a stamp of endorsement on you and what you do. Um, I'm all about networking. I'm all about sharing resources. Uh, I don't know everything and everybody, but when a person like you and a service that you provide comes into my, my sphere, I feel very obligated to share it with other people because one piece of information can change your business. One piece of information can change the bottom line. And because you're not savvy in one area, doesn't mean that you can't allow somebody and hire somebody that could do that for you. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's about making those connections. I tell people all the time, I do the things that you don't have time to do. I mind your business. Yeah. I mind your business because if you're running your business, you don't have time to go to a lot of mixers. You don't have time to fill out grant applications, but you could have a successful business. So somebody else is doing that piece that you're just not good at, or you just don't have the time to do it. Well, without, you know, naming the businesses, what type of businesses are you servicing? I do uh, for the grant writing and fund development It's mostly nonprofits, mm-hmm. um, different. I mean, from youth and foster care to the homeless uh, entities, just organizations as a whole that are uh, nonprofit. And um, then in small businesses, small businesses who just can't kind of get that structure quite right. You know, they say I'm a sole proprietor. Well, no, you should actually be an LLC or, you know, I'm an LLC. I'm paying all these taxes because you should be a sole proprietor. So helping people kind of restructure, uh, find their niche, where you fit, where you're supposed to do. So, you know, small businesses, uh, sole proprietors, nonprofits, so any of those entities. Okay. Well, this is good because I think the, even though the pandemic had tremendous down, a down (laughs) side to it, there's an upside. And that is so many people that lost their job or people that retired or people lost interest and said, you know what, this really wasn't a good fit. I I need to be uh, starting my own business. They need somebody like you in their back pocket to help them develop uh, because it is quite a leap of faith. I mean, I took my leap of faith and I know I've left much money on the table because of things I just didn't know. And I'm not much of a connector in the way that you, I'm a connector on another level in my ministry with Women on the Grow, but the type of connecting that you do is so critical for anyone that is watching. I would say, you want to pick up the phone and call Trina. Now, Trina, do you just do like a, a retention or is it by the hour? Is it, or you have different packages, I think I heard you say. Yeah, I do monthly packages or you can do a fee for service and say, hey, I just want help in this one area. And okay. I work out agreement with you. All of the agreements are a little different because all of the businesses are different and the needs are different. Right. Um, monthly service versus a fee for whatever you need along the way. And did you find that difficult to to create a fee structure? I know as a self-employed person, sometimes it's very difficult because you love what you do and sometimes you lose sight of your value. And sometimes you can say, I really need the money, but then you realize, man, I, I undercharged. Um, yeah. What has been your experience with creating your fees? I was way undercharging in the beginning, but I, I knew that I had to do that to gain the trust yeah. of the customers. Right. Uh, right. 
the, the good part for me was I went from what I was doing on my job to doing it for myself. Cause so I counted and calculated what my job paid me. I said, okay, okay they paid me this. And so if I want to charge someone monthly, they're going to have to pay me. I know how many hours it took me to raise that amount of money to do this type of work. So at least I had a gauge and I understand why some people get lost when they first start because they don't have a gauge. So I helped them with that too. I'll uh-huh. look at the general market out there. I'll find, you know, like do a business plan with them and find out what do these services cost on a full-time job. And then this is how we can scale your business and set your pricing. But yes, yeah, a little tricky in the beginning because we want yeah. everybody to trust us. We want the business and we we tend to go way under. And then you get the worst clients because you are cheap. <laughs> if you're, if you're, if you're yeah, really, yeah, you might get the worst people. <laughs> I know. What's that say? Not all money is good money. Sometimes you just have to say this one is not worth it. Oh, absolutely. I've given yeah. people money back. I'm sorry, you're not a good fit. And I, I'm sorry that I can't help you because then I'm going to attract those customers. If that's what I start out with, that's what I'm going to attract. And it's going to affect my business. Exactly. I want a certain brand and reputation for what I do. And so you, you have to be willing to let go sometime too. Yeah, that's true. Now we're, we're in stuff in California um, and there are people all over the world watching this. So if somebody is on the East Coast, somebody's in Jamaica, somebody's, you know, in Africa, somebody's watching, they're like, oh Lord, I need help. And we're so blessed to live in a time of technology where we can connect with people all over the world. Um, have you done any business uh, with people outside of California or are you focusing just on California? No, I have a group of customers um, on the East Coast and I have one client that's in Alaska. And I, I just oh, love talking to her because that's a whole another experience. But okay. Yeah. So like you said, technology has afforded us the the, the ability to now work anywhere. So I'll mm-hmm. I'll do Zoom meetings. You know, I've done a few webinars and, and networking. We did a mixer during a pandemic. <laughs> you remember you were a speaker. So and we did a few of those and they were all yeah. online. Those folks were from all different states. So yeah. Well, well, we have to actually say that. We don't want anybody assuming, oh, she's in California. No, that has nothing to do with it. You can reach out to Trina. And I'll make sure that when we get this posted up, we'll have all of your contact information. Is there anything that we haven't discussed that people need to know about Trina Lawson Group? Uh, Just again, that we mind your business. Think about anything in your business that you think would make you successful anything that you need we work to make sure you have everything you need to succeed things that you may not even be thinking of mm. so don't you don't have to reinvent the wheel we if, if we've done it and we know about it we're going to share it with you and help your business to be successful now what if somebody say well let me just can i just talk to her on the phone and just kind of get a consultation is that something you do Yes, I do the first consultation free. I do a phone consultation um, absolutely free. And mm. then after that, if you want consultation um, ongoing for your business, then we work out again a monthly package or per service, depending on what the needs are. Okay, I love that. And I know that you reside right near the ocean, my favorite my favorite yes. therapy room, the ocean. And I see you sometimes, you know, at different you know, hotel lobbies or restaurants, just sitting there on your laptop, just working away. I said, you go, girl. 
you have created you have created a lifestyle for yourself and you look like a teenager you have not aged over the years thank everybody you. would be surprised to know that you are a grandmother i see your beautiful grandchildren and has your grandson returned from italy i think didn't he go to italy yes he's, he's still floating on air so he went to italy for nine days with his high school rugby team and I taught him about fundraising. We had a great lesson. There's a lesson in everything. We had him raise his own money. And he is so proud. And, you know, the family gave, but he's an artist. So as he would draw artwork, he'd mail it to you and you'd make a donation. And then he oh. got, got excited about his art. So now he's on Instagram and he's a very shy kid. And not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> That trip was a learning experience. So yeah, he could he might be the fun development arm of my business one day. So that's beautiful. Like you said, you're creating a legacy, and uh, I've I've seen your beautiful grandchildren. I forgot how many do you have? Five. Five. And this is from the one son, right? One, one son. So age, <laughs> ages six to sixteen. Six to sixteen. Okay. Well, you know, I'm a fairly I'm a new grandmother on the scene, and I love learning the ways that we can teach our children. That's a great idea that you just shared. Um, that's how you create legacy. It's not just in the shoes we buy them or the games that we buy them. It's what we're teaching them, life lessons, how they can become independent and how they can be, you know, build a financial tree of wealth for the family. And yeah. so you're, you're creating those roots and you're just such an inspiration, Trina. And I'm going to be calling you soon because I need to have a consultation with you. And I need to see how we can just kind of uh, really move to another level with our 501c3. And I thank you for your time today. I thank you for being a sister sower for women on the grow. You have been a part of us being able to fulfill our mission to be a resource to women that are going through different hardships. So if any of you have never heard of Women on the Grow, uh, I have so many women like Trina who see the value of donating on a monthly basis. And it ranges from any amount to, it doesn't matter. We're just grateful that women have a compassion to say, I wanna be a part of a movement where we're able to send checks, send flowers, send cards. I, I can't turn anybody away for consultation because of our sister sores. So there's so many women out there that would love to uh, be able to be like a Trina and say, you know what? I'm reinventing myself. You know what? I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm living my life out loud. I'm living my life like it's golden. I'm out here doing stuff. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> but uh, Women on the Grow, we are an outreach to women that are going through stress and trauma, divorce, single parenting, breast cancer, um, all types of life issues that sometimes cause them to feel overwhelmed and stressed, invisible and alone. So thank you so much, Trina, for being a part of our Women on the Grow movement. Thank you for what you're doing for Trina Lawson Group. And I pray that this message is going to get you some customers, honey. <laughs> it will. I know it will. And thank you, Jewel, for just uh, sharing my story and letting me be your guest today. And all your mentorship over the years, you have no idea how many times you've run through my head. And I know uh -huh. that for so many women, I can say something. It's like, Jewel said that. She told me that. <laughs> You know, you know, I was wearing that shirt the other day. They talked about no. I had a no day. I, so in no, it's a complete sentence. I stopped yes. saying, no, I'm sorry. I say, no. Mm -mm. No. 
You can just say no. Do you know how empowering? You can just say no. And and part of empowerment is learning that we should not always have to defend who we are, explain who we are, or engage in any type of conversation that's going to take us away from our God-given, purpose-driven life. Okay. Thank you for your inspiration. All right, honey. Well, I'll see you soon. Stay in the light. Have a good one.